Welcome to the Registered Investment Advisor Podcast, where financial services marketing expert Seth Green interviews experts, executives, and top producers to share can't-miss tips on how they successfully manage their financial service firms, grow their businesses, create great relationships, and influence the industry. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Welcome to the RAA podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I am joined by Jamie Cornelson, who is an EOS implementer specializing in working in financial services, which is all of us. So, Jamie, thanks so much for joining us. Absolutely. Great to be here, Seth. Awesome. Let's go back in time just a little bit. How did you find EOS and become an EOS implementer in the first place? And before you answer that question, let's back up two seconds and not assume anything. Tell us a little bit about what EOS is and why all of our financial services and RAA firms listening and watching should care. Sure. Uh, so EOS is the Entrepreneurial Operating System, and it is a complete proven system of simple practical tools to help people get clarity on where they're going, get organized, get the structure in place to have the business what they want, achieve their goals. And so we do that by uh, simple tools to help you get there, just to get really well organized. Going to your original question in terms of how I got there, I started out in financial services. I started working with uh, Gartner Securities, which became Soundview, uh, and then uh, moved to Bear Stearns after Schwab, Charles Schwab purchased Soundview. And at the time, I was thinking, you know, I could really do what I'm doing now uh, and not have to um, be doing all of what I'm doing for the big man, the boss. So decided to start my own mutual fund. And in doing that, I uh, moved out of New York City, uh, went back to Denver and started the fund. Uh, I was creating the fund myself, doing the investing, and selling to financial advisors. And so uh, I, I re realized that they needed help with their funds. Specifically, it was uh, investing a lot of annuities to start. And then we realized that there was this real opportunity with ETFs, and that was beginning in 2000. So on the forefront of the ETFs. Fast forward, uh, we got a really good start going. And... Um, completely hit the ceiling with the business. We were beginning to add five clients a week, then 10, then 15, but broke the system about 15. And during that time, I had uh, been working with uh, the entrepreneurs organization, not to be confused with EOS. And I started their accelerator program in Denver. And in doing that, I was, I was told that I should bring in a speaker and that speaker was C.J. Dubois, and she was an EOS implementer. And in doing that, I realized that's exactly what I needed with my business because I had hit a ceiling and not processing the applications rapidly and or erroneously. And so uh, we needed to get better at doing that. And so I brought C.J. in and completely changed the business uh, and those financial advisors that had left or had recognized that I was hitting the ceiling saw the difference and started asking me about what EOS was and could they get help with their business? And I said, sure. And with that, I uh, realized that I love opening up the hood of the business, seeing how it operated, 
but then being part of making it better. And so that started my, my road down to EOS. Well, congratulations on that. I am sure that the longer version of that story could probably be in a book somewhere if it isn't already. Now, why is a financial advisor, financial services practice, or an RIA, what can EOS do for me? First of all, how do I know if I need it? How do I know that what would be going wrong? What would be a signal that would tell me, man, this could help me? Three things. Uh, the first off is that as what happened to me is you feel like the process isn't really working for you. So in other words, you're trying to hit a goal and you're feeling like the process is clunky, you're making errors, it's taking too much time. Uh, you need the right process to get to the goals. Second is that you realize you don't have the right people in place or the, your people aren't accountable, they're making errors. And so that realization and then last is you, you're just not hitting your profitability goals. And so EOS will help you achieve all three of those goals. Okay, so it sounds fascinating. How does implementing an, why, why do I need an operating system? How can that make me more profitable, make me work less, make me less stressed, help me make more money? Yeah, great question. So we get into the business, we, as we all started in becoming a financial advisor or just the overall business with an idea of running the business, but no one hands us the blueprint. No one hands us the manual to operate that business. And quite frankly, you know, even if you were to go get your MBA, they don't tell you how to run a business. And that's a scary um, idea. EOS is really that blueprint. How do you go about running the business? So if you think about like how to have better conversations, how to structure the actual strategy, how to create that structure for the people to uh, get your clients, serve your clients, and then get paid by the clients. What EOS is doing is providing that blueprint for executing on those three aspects of the business. Okay, so what does it look like um, to, what does an EOS run business look like and feel like from the owner's perspective? Yeah, so uh, first off, let, let's just talk about what a business or a business owner feels like pre-EOS. Oftentimes they're working significantly more in terms of the hours. Uh, they are doing things that they are not, they, A, they don't love, or B, they're not good at, and they're just banging their head against the wall. Like they're frustrated that they haven't been able to achieve certain aspects and they're able to accomplish more in the business. So that's how they're feeling typically. E what EOS does is allow them to recognize that when you uh, get great people that get what they're trying to do, they want to be doing the roles and they have the capacity to do that, that one, it frees you up. It frees up your time to go from call it 25 an hour work to the 215 hour work that you really should be paying. And so what do I mean by that? So it typically means for a financial advisor, speaking and being in front of your clients. That is the most 
valuable aspect of what you're doing in the business. Second, um, it will allow you to be more focused on the investments themselves. And last, it might help you uh, be focusing on their financial plans. Most importantly, it's it uh, just allows you to be in front of your clients more. When you do all that, you're then getting more freedom to do other things outside the business, whether it's being with your family, with your hobbies, um, going water skiing, playing golf, out, and, out on your boat. I think what you said is so, I want to highlight one thing you said. I think it's really, really important when you said we started a business, but there was no owner's manual, right? We figured it out on our own. Most of us didn't start our RIA. Um, it wasn't the first thing we ever did in the financial services business, right? Just like, and I love that you've got street cred and experience in the industry. We all work for somebody else, whether it was a big Fortune 500 brokerage firm or a wirehouse or another RIA. Before we said we had that, as, as Michael Gerber from the EMA says, we had the entrepreneurial seizure and we said, I can do this better. I want to do this differently. I'm going to go start my own financial services practice or RIA. And, you know, we're my, 24 years later, we're still learning. There was no owner's manual or operations. It was kind of, well, I knew what I was doing at the firm before me. I guess I'll just figure out how to do that. Open an account, bring in clients, open accounts, manage money. But I never, I may never have policies and procedures. I may never have standard operating programs. I may just, we just do it because this is the way we've done it. And we've never necessarily thought, is this the most efficient way? Is it the best way? Yeah. What are, I think if I recall correctly, there's um, obviously Gina Wickman, the creator of EOS, has written a number of incredible best-selling books, including Traction, Rocket Fuel, um, things like that. I believe there's six key areas, I think, of EOS. Right. If I'm remembering that correctly. Can Do you mind sharing what some of those sure. are and kind of how those affect us as the owners of our companies? Yeah, gr great question, Seth. So uh, the six areas are vision, people, data, issues, process, and traction itself. So let me just go, take a deeper dive on it, all Please. those. So vision is where you're going, how are you going to get there? So a lot of times when we don't pull out from our head what we actually want to achieve, it's, it's hard to actually get to that destination. Uh, when we put that down on paper and share it with everyone in the firm, it allows everyone to row in that same direction at the same speed to make sure that we get there. Second is people. To have a good business, you need great people. So the economy goes down, the, uh, the housing market takes a turn, interest rates go sky high, oil prices go in, increase, the dollar declines. When those things happen, you need to be able to adapt to that marketplace. You can't do that without great people. So understanding what should be the structure for me to get clients, serve clients, and get paid by clients. And then what, who are the best people for that? Oftentimes we hold on to the people uh, for much longer than we should because we feel like, oh, if they could only do this or, oh, I just really need to have someone there and it, it'll take too long to hire them. 
let's remove that individual that's just not working out and move on fast. Third is what's the right data to know that you're on track. So if you if your ultimate goal is assets under management, then what are the leading indicators? What are the initial steps to know that you're going to get there? Well, that might be in terms of your marketing. So if you're doing digital marketing, how many people are coming to your website? How many people are signing up for a, a tutorial or a seminar? Understand the leads that are required to get one new client. So uh, look at what you're trying to achieve and think about what will lead up to that. What are the seven steps that will lead up to it? Start tracking and measuring those so that you can achieve that. And that's the data that you want to be tracking. Uh, fourth is issues. All companies face issues, whether it's 100,000 people or 10 people. So figure out how you're going to address those issues and solve them. Fifth is the process, and that is realizing like you don't need to document all the process, but you want to document the 20% that's going to get you 80% of the way there. So how are you onboarding your employees? How are you onboarding clients? How are you going to serve those clients ongoing? What do you need to do for the financial planning? What are you going to do for your own financial analysis and bookkeeping? So all that, those major steps, you want to have a clearly defined process for. And then last, it's traction, which is really, how do you run good meetings? And how do you get laser focused on what you're trying to achieve? I had one advisor start, start a year with 22 goals. And I asked them, how long did it take you to try and achieve these goals last year? And they said, well, Jamie, we tried the entire year to try and complete these, and we didn't get any of them done. And I said, okay, let's stop. Let's focus on three of them. Within seven months, we got those three done, and we started getting to the rest of the list. It was the first time in four years that they had gotten anything of their goals accomplished. Wow. And so is... when we do all that, that starts um, turning that flywheel of, of making it easier for that owner to achieve their goals. I mean, that is an absolutely incredible, um, incredible in terms of progress. So that segues into my next question was, can you give us an example? I mean, you talked there about making progress on those 22 goals. Can you give us a numerical example of kind of, hey, this is a client that came to me. This is where they were. Um, if their name's confidential, that's fine. It could be Mr. Jones, ABC, management. And then this is kind of how much money, how much more profit percent, percentage we increased, how many fewer hours they worked, kind of the magical transformation you were able to engineer. Yeah, absolutely. So um, on uh, one financial advisor that I started with in 2013, uh, it was down in Alabama. Uh, the focus, they hadn't seen a lot of sales growth for the four years leading up to it. And um, so we went in thinking, okay, we need to develop out a, a financial or a operating system so they can get more sales. And so we created this sales plan. And as I went through it, I, I started seeing that the employees were real nervous that if we did all this, we would break the system. 
And so I put a, a, a stop to the sales plan and said, you know, it seems like we need to change our focus from the sales strategy to improving operations. There was a huge sigh of relief. The administrators and the back end staff were like, hey, that's exactly what we, we need to do. If we grew sales wise, we would break the system. So that's what we did. We put in the operating system for operations and administration. And we, um, we got all that completed better off. We gave ourselves the goal of a year to do. We actually completed it in eight months. And then we were actually able to achieve the original sales goal that we had eight months prior. And at that point, they were at $127 million in assets. And today, they're at $680 million. And I'm continuing to work with them today. So uh, profit-wise, uh, that uh, we're looking at revenue um, that went from about 300 some thousand dollars to uh, over $2 million. And, um, and uh, the owners are, are uh, taking in over $600,000 now. That is one heck of a case study and absolutely incredible results. Um, given all the success you've achieved, not only for yourself, but more importantly, you know, for your clients, what is your biggest challenge now? Yeah, I think the the biggest challenge now, and this goes through for all the clients, is just finding the great people. So there's a real struggle to just get the numbers wise. And so often people are thinking, oh, it's just, I just need to hire people. And that, we need to shift our, our thinking about that. We need to find great people. And that's harder, but when we do that, it becomes better. So what are the things that we can do to hire those right people in, an, in a market environment where it's just really hard to hire people in general? Your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? Yeah, what I like best is when I get to uh, start with a client and a client will say, Jamie, I, I've been struggling for years. Uh, I'm working in the business five days a week and I, I just not getting the profit. I'm not getting the time with family or to do hobbies. When uh, a year later, I'm thinking of a specific financial advisor um, in the Finger Lakes that is now only working in face to face with clients two days a week saying, Jamie, I couldn't imagine that I would have the profit that I do now and that I had the freedom to be with my four kids who are playing lacrosse and field hockey. And I didn't think I was going to be able to do that. Now I can. That is beautiful. For your passion is, is obvious. Um, what do you like best about what you're doing? Uh, I like being in the room. I like the fact that I get the team rather than run away from the danger the hard conversations we run towards the danger and we we tackle those difficult issues and when we do that the business is extraordinarily better that is awesome for our uh folks who are watching or listening where is the best place for them to go to learn more about you and eos and how they can work with you yeah probably the easiest thing to do is just put in eos worldwide into a Google browser and Jamie Cornelson, that's J-A-M-I-E, Cornelson, C-O-R, 
N-E-H-L-S-E-N. -E and luckily with, with a hard name like that, comes it's the first thing that comes up. So EOS Worldwide and Jamie Cornelson in your Google browser, and you'll get to um, my website. Awesome. Well, Jamie, we greatly appreciate your time and you lending us your expertise. Um, thank you, Jamie Cornelson, for joining us. Thank you, everybody, for watching or listening. We will talk to you or see you next time. 49 faces looked to him in triumph. Over the last 12 months, they had each taken turns and promoted his business for a week at a time, driving over $987,342 in revenue. What if you had a network of 50 centers of influence who promoted your business every week for a year? Grab your copy of the number one Amazon best-selling book, The Ultimate Guide to Growing Your Business with a Podcast, at 33% off the Amazon price by going to ultimatepodcastbook.com. Again, that website for 33% off the Amazon price is ultimatepodcastbook.com.